What's going on, nerds? This is the Comic Zone. Over there, we got Bill, of course. What up, y'all? Today, we're going to talk about a comic series that's been running, what, two, three years? I think, yeah, 2017 or, yeah, for for a while. I'm going to have to double check that, find that date. Right. And, yeah, we should check that here. But, um... It's now being talked about as being, what was it, a Netflix series? So, so they're made progress on making it a Netflix series. Of course, they're talking Something is Killing the Children by James James Tinian mm-hmm. IV. Yep. And along with that, uh, House of Slaughter, that just is an mm-hmm. extension of the story. So um, It's become its own have- like world within itself and its own culture and myth. And I think this, some of the stuff... I'm excited to talk about. It was extremely popular just from the jump, too. It, um, so first copies, like first uh, print copies are worth a lot of money, like the first uh, for the first issue. I mean, and I think I have like an eighth print, and it was still, when I bought it, like fucking 30 or $40 or something. So I'm going to say something that, May or may not be true, but I think it's something to watch. Those comics right now are a potential investment. Oh, yeah. Especially so, if you have first prints. I think the comic market has taken a dip lately. So I think there's a little bit risky, like compared to COVID. I think there's a lot of money. And I think that drove the price of comics up, uh, especially this one. Because this is interesting because it is a very modern comic. It's a new comic that has such a high demand that yeah, a nine eight is going for was graded graded at a nine eight number one first print was around seventeen hundred dollars. That's crazy. Now I went on eBay and looked at recent sold, and some of those are going for like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, but for the, a nine eight for the, a first the only print. reason the nine eight because those are raws, right? No. Those are graded. The ones on eBay? Yeah. So I'm saying right now it is a potential endpoint for a, if you're looking for a long-term investment comic. Right. I know I'm not an advisor. I've lost more money than I've made in comics. So take that for what you with. But as far as it's something to watch. Now, they're made up, you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily a flip, but... But even before it was talked about being a show, I mean, I think fans of the series were talking about it a lot. It is a great, well-written comic. But even before that, it was was just sought after in a big Mm -hmm. way. And and that just shows in how many times they reprinted the first issue. Yeah. I mean, and that was within like a year that they had printed, uh, reprinted it so many times or something Quite a few. Um. So I would imagine, yeah, that the first prints are going to be worth quite a bit, probably even more than like a Berserker first print. Well, I think really, as far as an investment, it all depends on how well they execute this new series. And I know I think this is also something we really want to talk about. And I know you've had questions about how well they can pull this off on the television screen. Well, yeah, because look at what... It's fucking brutal. Yeah, and it's... And that's okay, and that's fine and dandy. You could, 
if it's too much for Netflix, then they could move it over to HBO or whatever. It's it's but already that, slated the, for Netflix. That's where the directors are going. But, uh, okay, so this is that's fine. So that's but, that's what we can assume is going to happen. Okay, so you're gonna. Does that mean they're gonna water down the gore? And then also a lot of the girl gore is very young kids mm-hmm. being fucking brutally murdered. So I don't see how they change that other than just making everybody teenagers. I think that's a that's a good possibility. Is that's what'll happen? They're not gonna be because I mean, let's be honest, nobody wants to watch little kids get like slaughtered. But. I, and at the same time, it's not totally unprecedented. If you look at um the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. you know, those movies they did have children dying. It wasn't very it's, brutal. Yeah, it's not the same. And I yeah. think and then there's also ways that I think it can be very suspenseful and not and not pull punches but just show less i mean i think a lot of the mayhem have the kids kids die off screen yeah exactly the the mayhem i mean again this is pulling punches this is you know we're watering down okay yeah okay so you can have the younger kids die off screen and then but even even in the even in the comic the first few kind of issues it wasn't ultra violent. I think it, the, the most, it kind of did happen off screen for a lot of it. Um, but you got the blood spatter, and, but then you got gruesome piles of bodies and piles of kids. You couldn't tell it was directly kids, mm-hmm. but you knew that that's what it was. I think the most impactful thing in the comic, um, and that, you know, is. So they'll probably do a lot of the same thing. And spoiler. In the show. Um, in one of the issues, the girl is. They, the townspeople watched this girl lifted up out of the air and torn yeah. in half. Yeah. The the adults can't see the monsters. Only the kids can. So they're all watching this invisible thing to pick her up and... Yeah, rip r- her asunder. Yeah. As... So, I mean, that's how brutal it it is. Yeah, it is. A, so that's what I mean. It's like... It's, it's going to be definitely less brutal than the comic... Or at least when it comes to like little kids dying, I mean, you might see older kids, but even even like the boys, some of the more impactful, it still kind of cuts down on what the comic is, or even Invincible. Yeah, you know they still. Well, I don't know about Invincible. Invincible was still. I've I've read only the first probably a few graphic novels, not until it got intense yet. Yeah, so I guess I can't say. I mean, because look at the first episode of invincible when he like takes out all the uh guardians of the globe was that the name yeah that's a good that's good i remembered that um that that dude i've seen that part of that show so many times it's like one of the coolest fight scenes ever watch that because it's so accurate and i don't mean to get off topic from this but like it's so accurate to how a fight would go if Superman flipped out and started to take out the rest of the Justice League. And the way he kills the Batman guys, the dude like tries to jump in with a kick and he just grabs his leg and like splatters him on the fucking ground. That's how it would really go if Superman wanted to kill Batman. Like, And that's what I loved the most about that was that you got to see how Batman would, it would really go down. So how also, as far as like being realistic in that way, 
I think J uh, Tinian is great in how he uses dialogue. I think, especially if you look at the first 15 books is kind of when you deal with the first monster, mm -hmm. um, people feel real They're how they interact with each other. It isn't one voice kind of being both people. You can feel them. There's so many different emotions and layers going on that are authentic that and that is what makes this. I know there's one we've I been talking about having a podcast about comics that are literature, and this definitely is one of them. Well, and the comics that make it turn into good shows, it's like you were just saying the characters are so much different and they don't seem like this one person mm -hmm. um, trying to write other people. Like these are really well hashed out. They all have their own personalities and this and that. Same thing with. Uh, the Walking Dead. That is really what made that show yeah. uh, popular. Is like the well-written, diverse cast and characters that um that that show was less about zombies than it was about the people. Absolutely. I've never read the comics, and I've only gotten so far in the TV. And it's show. the same in the comics too. I mean, it's the people, like actual like people, are more dangerous than like hordes of zombies when it comes down to it. Because yeah. because they are malicious. The zombies are just doing what's they're predictable. They're, yeah, they're instinct. It's an instinct, and they yeah they're predictable. And but yeah, human beings are always the biggest threat, and that's really what that show's about. And and like the people that you let in that end up hurting you. Yeah, and you see that in The Last of Us too. Is well, like I haven't the, seen the I haven't seen the, the last seen episode. It? Yeah, it's kind of, oh I haven't seen the newest one, but uh, so. Um, yeah, that shows similar, but as far as you're saying, like just the having well hashed out characters and when things seem real is that's when it's easy to picture it as a TV show because then you start going, Oh, who would play this person and who would play this person? And like you try to match up personalities or somebody that would be able to pull that personality off. And I think the the directors have a great blueprint if they follow it. And I think that's the danger is they have to follow it so much and where are they going to pull stuff? And I I'm, I'm seeing them for something pretty, like for something is killing the children sticking pretty close to the original 15 stories. This is the, the in the um, first, Archer uh, Archerville. No, no. Yeah. For the first season, the first season is like the first three trade paperback or yeah the uh first 15 well that's comics. what we're hoping right yeah i mean as far as that makes sense that does make sense and as far as like nine episodes how much content it would need you could also pull in a lot of the other myth and origin stories here or there well, as flashbacks i think, mixed I think in, mixed what in. they would do is like you would get um do you think they would save house of slaughter for like a later series if it works out or do you think they would mix in that house of slaughter, um, uh, just like um, snippets of house of slaughter within something is killing the children. Do you think you'll? I think it all depends on how much screen time it takes to tell the story, the the base story. Mm -hmm. um, I think, like I I binged read the first twenty comics over three days well here's the thing is that it's th that I, it's that easy it's that good there's the the so as far as the action how long it takes 
I don't think they need to if they do it right, but then they have the risk of just being too just long-winded in, in, the, in the story. And these directors... Depends on how many episodes you have in a season. True. And like how exactly how big of a piece are they going to pick? It's like maybe you do six or seven episodes like most shit now. And then you cover those 15 books within that. And that make that would be doable. And like you would, like you said, it wouldn't be too long winded. And if um, they needed to throw in bits and pieces, they've got enough bonus material. But then, you, but you don't want to dip too much into the later stuff because it, it, they then might you, need then to you fuck yourself on a second season almost. Well, I think they could um, to use it to like bridge a gap in like a plot hole. Right. So if they're like skipping, let's say they're skipping these few parts in the book. Or a whole character, they're using, you know, like Aaron, one of the guys, to kind of bridge that gap with some of the backstory. He's who I was picturing. Mm -hmm. It's like, so he is, I think, somewhat of an interesting character. I liked him for some reason. And to see him die so quickly, spoiler button, to see him die so quickly within the first 15 books... It was it was just like ah oh, what a waste. But then it did it did feel that way. It was yeah. There was so much undeveloped character there. Mm-hmm. And as far as is the first fifteen, that's I think one of the biggest disappointments. But again, you start seeing them again afterwards. Yeah, and House of Slaughter, and that's what I meant. Is or like, even do you think- the next fifteen when it flashes back because it goes into Erica Slaughter's origin story. Well, and that's what I was wondering. Do you think? They'll have an episode where, you know, they go do a flashback episode and it shows some of the House of Slaughter stuff. So you get a little more history on him before he dies so quickly. Like, and they kind of change that a little bit. So you, um, that kind of stuff doesn't, but also you have shows like Game of Thrones and shit where people die. Uh, they seem very interesting and you think they'll be a, like a long-standing character and then they're dead like an episode later and you're like, what the fuck? So the show that these directors did was called on Netflix Dark. Um, and I don't know much about it. The people that are going to do... Doing something is killing the children. And they also did uh, a show... 1899 it's kind of like a bermuda triangle sci-fi thing Mm -hmm. um i know who they are i cannot say their names and i'm not even going to try because they're i think they're german Mm -hmm. um and my internet's not pulling up but so i think they're also appealing to the to the world market not just america i think they're trying to get some of these four other foreign markets uh, listener or well, yeah, viewers like, as well. Well, they saw the success of something like Squid Game, so like that was a you know made obviously in what was it South Korea? Yeah, that was that was a little so kind of different. But, but it was like a world. Everybody in the world was watching that show. Yeah. Is my point that wasn't just like just here in America, like everywhere that was popular. So that's. They probably saw the success of that, and they hope to do, like, a, uh, accomplish the same thing. So one show that Netflix did well was, in the same kind of genre, which yeah, was well, the quick, lock and key. Quick and question. I think they could, if if they kind of echoed the same feel 
of lock and key, I would be super happy. Was Squid Game a comic before it was a show? Or like a manga or something? Um, I don't like know. No idea. There's, I've heard a lot of stuff about it, but I'd have to kind of look it up that it wasn't. 100% I feel like if it was, it wasn't a hundred percent original. That a lot of the, there was kind of a reskin on certain on certain levels, but I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Did I've you like it, that show? Yeah, it was entertaining, and it's that's another example of way. That's another example of something that was. Like in a horrific, uh, I mean, but there weren't kids dying. That's the whole thing about this. It's the only thing that makes it difficult is the dying kids and how to make it. Because um, it's supposed to be gory. And that's like one of the things. And that's, and that's why it's so horrific. Right. I mean, and that's why it's so, oh, my God. Which, it, how are intense. you going to accomplish that, oh, my God, when you don't get to see? It's like. Yeah, a lot of the kids and shit die off screen or like you see it in silhouette or whatever. But like you said, that girl, when she gets picked up and ripped in half, uh, I mean, they show that shit. Yeah. So it's like, obviously, if they do that scene, they're going to show her float up into the air and then like it'll start to pull her apart and then it'll like flash to everybody's faces and they'll be like, oh. Or something like that. You know, yeah. they won't like... It won't be... Some that'll be off. And I think it's going to be a blend of, like you said, making them a little bit older, having a little bit more of the after fact, or you can just cut away to a big shot and hearing screaming sounds. Right. So we're going to see a, a lot of that. And then maybe we're going to be surprised where they're going to not pull the punches and just but, go in like Tyson. Right. Because look at movies like the remake of It. And you know, the beginning when... um is his name Charlie? The kid that dies I, at the beginning of it. it. Well, in the new one, it like <laughs> it. I didn't even. You know, do you know how the it goes though? Like the kid's chasing his little boat down the yep. gutter because it's raining, and that it goes into the sewer, and that's when he gets pulled in and killed by the hmm. the monster. I didn't. But in the new movie. It actually shows it like he tries to reach in and it like comes out and like latches on to his shoulder. You see it actually like bite into this. And he's like a, a seven or eight year old kid, like a young kid. And it shows it bite a whole chunk out of him and like actually shows it shows him like trying to crawl up the street with like half his shoulder and everything missing. And it's super brutal yeah like, so i wonder if you'll get like shit like that because they didn't pull their punches there and that yeah, we actually don't, we don't know i mean i think we're just gonna have to wait and see and kind of hope that they keep true enough to the story i think we need let's stop for a moment and go back and look at these monsters okay and just and just kind of how horrific this is like from especially if you look at it from the point of view as a child the more, the, especially, so there's a couple types of monsters throughout, but the first kind they call them Oscura types. And the more scared you are, the more powerful they get. They're, they become alive that, because ex- you believe that they're alive. And that's exactly what the it monster is. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, and what it's called ph- philosophically is a tulpa. 
And that is when you believe enough in this idea that it actually manifests into a real kind of physical object. And by the way, the more people that are believing in it, the stronger it gets. And then eventually it's permanent and you can see it, right? Like eventually anybody can see it after you enough people like believe it or that's, no? That's Department of Truth. <clears throat> but not, not so these, not... these monsters, no. The only kids can see them. Now there's they the, do get more powerful the the, 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 the longer the more, they're around and shit mm-hmm. though. Yeah, so they because do because that's why they have to trap them in like the like doll or whatever. Yeah, or whatever they can trap them in because they do that too, right? Yeah, like later. But can't. I think going back to the kind of the monster, why they're horrific is because as as a kid, it's like that monster underneath the bed. It's like oh no, that doesn't exist. You're just, but the more. He believes in it. The more he fears it, the more it actually becomes. And imagine that. And then, and then it actually killing the people you love in front of you. Well, imagine that. <clears throat> like being kid and how scared of the dark and scared of those kinds of things you were. And then imagine it's real. You do see this monster, and your parents walk in and go, "There's nothing in here. Go to sleep." And there's literally a fu- like it's, it's standing like right over your bed, and you're like. Because they can't see it, and they they can't see it. Yeah, like imagine that that kind of terror is like, and that just oh makes they it... can't help me. Yeah, like no, no, like they can't even see it. Like, and in the in the beginning in the first chapter, there we get <clears throat> introduced to the character James, who I think is very much kind of a mirror of the author James Tinian. Um, if I'm even saying his name right, but he watches his best friends and also kind of. Uh, people partners that he's interested in die in front of him and he's helpless to save them. Mm -hmm. And it's, and he, as he goes along, he's realizing that he helped create this monster because he believed in it. And because he told the story, because he started telling about it, it became, it was was supposed to be like, they did it at like a sleepover or something. Mm -hmm. Right. And he was like telling his buddies, he's playing, they're playing truth or dare. And he was telling a, a scary story. I said, yeah, like what's this, the where's flashlight? the scariest, what is, what is the most scared you've ever been? And he told, he was supposedly telling a, tr- like a bullshit story. Yeah. Like he made it up. He made it up. And like, and it was about him, uh, being in his house alone. And then he like saw this month, like, and like, it was all this whole thing. And then it starts to like actually happen in the house that they're in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so just, just the idea. And I think it, it just echoes kind of this bigger world that we live in now of this digital social media age of what we believe in, that people, you know, we're flat earthers, that if there's enough people that just believe, you know, have that same belief, they have this platform where it's it's real mm-hmm. and it's real amongst these these people. It's no longer the facts. It's these these ideas that take a life of their own. Uh, politically or ideologically, or even some, some ways kind of like what people call cancel culture mm-hmm. or even kind of it becomes its own living entity, whether it is real or not. And you're no longer, how can you disprove something that's not real with something that is real? It's you, But this is a little different because this is like, it doesn't matter if you believe in the monsters or not. Like, the parents can't see the monster that rips the mm-hmm. little girl to pieces, but it still happens in reality. And w- it's like you can believe SpongeBob is real, and maybe that makes your life better because you believe that. 
whatever, but it doesn't mean he's actually manifested in reality. This is and like a little My point different. was more about being what the idea of a tulpa in this fiction mm-hmm. mirrored to what's reality now. Right. Right. And also a tulpa is just a great writing utensil to bring whatever you want to manifest into real world. Yeah, you could do that with more than just monsters for sure. And that's yeah. what you're talking about with Department um, of Truth. So, and that, yeah, that's so another. They do a lot more with it. And that goes into like the more conspiracy theory, you know, kind of, but it's a similar idea. I think overall, especially this one is, is much more well written, put together as far as how long it's been out. It's a little more simple though, too. Is it is. A lot. It's and, the same. It's a similar idea with a more simple concept. Like, and the characters are what pull it. I mean, and how he writes and kind of weaves this story and the, the art. I don't remember the artist's name, but it's 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 beautiful as well be- and horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, and how they they both tell the story. There's the the action scenes are told by the artist, um, and they're very dramatic, high impact, great colors. Just the covers, man. Some it's, of the covers to these books are amazing. It's, it's, they, they could be. They should be on walls and museum in walls of museums. Blah, 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 blah. You know, Some of them are that. really, really great, like exceptional, for sure. Um, just her aesthetic. So the main chick, what's her name? Erica Slaughter. Okay, so just her aesthetic, the way they designed her character. It's just so, and it, it puts off of like the right vibes for who she is, like mysterious and her, still her, cool. Well, right, and if hopefully they find the right person to play her that can carry herself in the right way, because she can't be like you get what I mean. Yeah, like she's gonna have to be able to um, carry herself. In a very particular way. And just like, uh, excuse me, Jonathan um, Matthews, or who who's playing King? Oh, Majors. Majors Matthews, what the fuck? Jonathan made, just Is like how he, old men? No. just like how he carried himself just in the right way to put off the proper air to be somebody like King the Conqueror. That that mochismo. It's, it's not that. like the same, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So they're gonna have to find somebody who is slight, because she's not like a big person either. So she'll be she'll she'll be a yeah, small so she'll a be petite small, badass. Yeah, but yeah, petite badass. That's a good that's a good way to describe it. I mean, similar to like you know Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow kind of persona. Yes. Yeah, a lot. I like think that's that. that's a good comparison as far as just, but a little the, different because she's not like trying to. She's this is a whole other. World. And also, by the way, she's only like seven, sixteen, or something, right? Uh, she's not, she's, or is she eighteen? She's, she's. I don't know if they say. I think she's pretty young still. She's not like in her twenties or anything. She might be. It hasn't said she was inducted i think around 12 or when she first became into the house of slaughter was i think around in the in the early it was definitely the early teen age teen age range from you know uh, 10 to 12 um sorry 
So did you know the order of St. James is there was kind of the, the, the cult kind of group behind and it. And this is the, okay. So you have different houses. So before that, this, this comes from a real story, a real myth from Christ, okay, Christianity. Right. Okay. So, but you have different houses that comprise one overarching order, right? Kind of like the different houses of Hogwarts almost, right? We don't but know. They all specialize in a different type of monster hunting. There's, there, well, there's the different masks. Um, yeah, but they're different. But there's different houses too. We've we've only seen two houses. I think they so specialize far. in different talents. That's the silver masks, and then the emerald masks. Aren't the silver ones supposed to be the most dangerous? This uh, they're specialized. They're also the, known for like the vampire hunters or the werewolf hunters. That's what I mean. So they, they specialize. Each one of them yeah. is specialized in their own. And then there's the emerald who go after dragons, um, and then the the white masks are the pack hunters and also the arrogant assholes of the groups and what was and the uh, black masks are the lone wolf hunters and erica is she's a black mask yep and then there's the and they're the solo guys they yeah they're like in the lone wolves that go the one man job swiss army knife that goes in and gets shit done and gets out yeah they're badass mm-hmm. and she is definitely is even if you get into she's probably the best of them for damn sure she's and dope. she's unique in how she became part of the house of slaughter too uh, most of them were kind of groomed and picked into it. She was adopted in, and she and they called her um, because she was special in the way that she and watched. She, she watched a monster kill everybody she knew, and then she went and got a weapon and killed it. Mm-hmm. Like back, she didn't cower away; she went and killed the motherfucker. And uh, back to the mask. The scarlet masks are the silver, or the red ones are servants, or just kind of keep track in her bookkeepers, and then the storytellers. And document everything that happens. Azure, the blue masks, um, are the blacksmiths and the weapon makers. But in the modern age, they've gone more in kind of the IT and the hacking. So that's what they've kind of disclosed so far about the different masks. They've said there's other houses. And I think in the newest series, we get a different house who is a woman who is coming after Erica Slaughter. So that's kind of what's happening coming right after her to kill her. Yeah. And destroy her reputation and any right. way possible. Probably uh, oh, you don't destroy know her. Well, this is what's happening right now. And like the last issue I haven't read yet came out um, just a week, a week or two ago. And that's what's happening right now. I and, think this will have like. And though that has a new monster that looks human, that's taking humanoid shape. And it can choose to be seen by adults if I But if you I'm talked mistaken. about like vampires and like so even vampires and like like dragons you, and yeah all kinds of different like beasts and monsters and what what have you. I mean, so one that manifests in human form that doesn't. I mean that, and um, that's even scarier because exactly then, yeah. And it has like a mouth that opens up and inside the mouth is a giant eyeball. Wow. So it's like a Resident Evil bad guy. Maybe. I have never, haven't seen too much Resident you know, Evil. You, uh, you always got that kind of weird shit where the body like splits open and then it's like. Maybe. You know. But, but it's like, yeah. I mean, so. So let's say let's say they don't stick with doing like we were saying the first 15 books 
in a whole season. Maybe they cover that in the first episode or two. Well, how pissed would you be if they did it in just the first episode? And they covered all of that in one or two episodes, and then they got straight into the stuff after. But would they be shooting themselves in the foot? Because if they did that, they would almost have to do, like we were saying, the first 15 in the first season, and then give the series more time to come out. I'm more afraid they're going to do the opposite and have really long, slow, drawn-out pan shots, zooms in, Mm. and trying to really build on the suspense, and they're going to wait too long. And it's going to be a little bit, and it's going to fall flat yeah, they, for, for, they for like that American audience. That's what I've seen in one of his other films that came out. It was I've only watched one episode, granted. It was like the, the 1899. I'm going to need to look that up. But I think that's more of my, my concern of where. It's take, guess, them taking too long. That they're they're going to, they're going to. And then you lose that character development. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, you don't lose it, but it takes too long and you lose. People lose interest because they're like, and and really Can we some get of these, on with it? some of these scenes in the comic really only take one or two pages as far as like the dialogue goes. That on screen time couldn't be more than fifteen seconds. That's what I mean. Is like you could maybe do those fifteen books in an episode or two, and then, but then they'd have. Then to you're getting the into whole... the stuff after, but you could do. But then, like, how many uh, House of Slaughter books are out right now? Um, they got to be up to like, I think know, 10, 10, or, 10 or 15. Yeah. Or somewhere around there. So what if, what if then, you know, they do a season of, you know, the stuff after she's done there and you get her origin stuff and then you do a season of, uh, house of slaughter or maybe, a that's when you spin off a show and do give, you know, do house of slaughter. But then that show would fall on its face because. Well, it's not as well written. I think they need to I take the best I part. think he's not as intriguing as she is. That's like well, as cool as as there's cool been as two parts is. of uh, the house of house of slaughter. Uh, the first was been kind of like the the love story between Aaron and it's a butcher, and then the next part is this guy who's going is he on. Gay? Is that what you mean? Yes. Butch? Okay. That's what I figured. Um, and then we, the other interesting thing is you, we learned that you can change houses, change masks. You can go from, because he was a white mask and then went into a black mask or, or, or something like that. So we've learned that. Well, he just, and then his there's, whole he, thing was just about getting bullied all the time. Because yeah, they were all psycho. Those white masks are psychopaths. Those two girls that yeah. were like. Yeah, but that's how they tested each other. That's how they pushed each other to be. Brutal monster hunters. Well, as, and his, as the, the old thing. dragon said, even to Erica at the end, uh, or when she was being introduced, is that you have to be a monster to kill monsters. Definitely. So that's no, you definitely do, and that's kind of the odd thing about Aaron and why he was kind of intriguing, is because he's not a monster in any like he's he's not a badass in any way. He like. Yeah, Erica is more badass. Doesn't she end up fighting those two twins too? Or the two fucked up ones that were fucking with Aaron? Or she fights a couple of white masks, like a team of them, right? I mean, there's a, a, a few different times that... I mean, well, she doesn't really fight. She kind of defends and gets <clears throat> and attacked. And then... Well, that's... 
And then I can't remember. Yeah, like at some point, I thought she they sent. So now it just depends on where you're talking about. If we're kind of sticking to the original kind of kind of first storyline, there was a time when um, Cecilia comes into town. She, she's like the big badass bitch, um, you know, the one who steals all the Dalmatian puppies, Carilla Deville, mm-hmm. kind of evil, and um, tries to get the kids to kind of start to cover up when she comes to town they they get kind of kidnapped by her and there's the cop um is richardson he's like one of the detectives and he's protecting the girl one of the, that the monster is hunting um oh i think i remember that i think i remember that and then he gets his slit his neck cut uh-huh. and he's bleeding out and he's like fuck you bitch and uh, and that allows Erica and this other girl to escape into the woods. I remember now. So there's two kids that. That, that are, the monster is kind of like their origin or kind of, they know the smell of them. They know who they are. So they're attracted to these kids and they're being used as bait, knowingly used as bait. Yeah. She tells them straight up at one point. Yeah. It's like, and that one girl's down with it though. She's like, okay. It's like the, yeah. And we're just like, you're, you're trying, because there's the mother. Or no, it was the kid. Isn't that the, yeah, that's like, that's James. the end of the, yeah, the kid that thinks he started it all by telling mm-hmm. the story. Exactly. Um, He's down with, like, helping her take it out. And at the end, he's and, and, so and he, grateful to her for allowing that, because that was the only thing he could do after... It gave him the only sense of closure that he got out of that situation. But they didn't like adopt him into the order, though. No, they? he went on to do his own thing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was a good. That okay. So that if anything, whether the show is received well after the first season, at the very least, if they do that whole, you know, the first fifteen books in a, in like six or episodes or whatever. And do a season. Depends on what I think that would for. be that at the very least will be a home run. Because those those books was it was a symphony of these different characters being woven in and out. They all had their own purpose. They all stood alone. They were their own people, and they all came together, clashed, and then reassembled into this great piece. It was an orchestra that everything fell together and made a beautiful song. Yeah, it's a good, beautiful, horrific fucked up song but yeah it's it's won awards the hype is is real it's that good it is good and 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 all they have to do is stick close enough and not fuck it up and they're gonna have a good show well it's just gonna be a difficult thing to to navigate dude it's gonna be hard to navigate and make it good still um and not yeah, I don't know, man. It's just going to be a tough one. I think I would rather be the guy to make Berserker than I would be to make the the guy making... Because Berserker, you can go all out and he, you can really get brutal with that because you're just... You know, it's... it's the, the, at least, I mean, you're killing... And you got uh, Keanu Reeves. Grown, grown men. Like, you're not killing children. The killing kids, is the, it's like in the title. You know what I mean? Something is killing the children. And, <clears throat> and they could really people, play it, up the grief card too, just like like kind of walking oh, they'll dead definitely stuff. Do that. Oh, I mean, God. as far I mean they, they need to, but 
as well, far to keep as the it real, To keep it real, you know, mm-hmm. and just like, and that's a, you know, and that is a good, like, that's really going to fuck with people as far as like, you know, uh, that does up it. Because like when I watched that It movie, for example, and that kid got munched, I like didn't even want to watch. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like I had to like look away. And that's like very rare that I got to do that. But when it comes to kids, you know, that that really fucks with me when I see a kid get hurt or whatever. I really hate that. Like it bothers me. So I could see a show like this really doing well because of that. Because it will make you feel something. And that any good story will do that. Like if you're really feeling intense emotions just from seeing the show or seeing what it had in the show or yeah. a really heart-wrenching scene or a really happy scene that you just like tear up in your lap. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like anything that makes you feel actual feelings, that's when you know you have a good story on your hands. And and something like The Walking Dead was like that. You know what I mean? It's like and it and like you said earlier in the episode, it's not necessarily the it, it's like what's happening in the story, that's intriguing for sure. But having a diverse cast of characters that are all very different and written well is what makes that really, really work. Mm. And this book in particular is built for that um in a big way because isn't there yeah you like you said there's that cop and then so if you do the season um long enough and you have that guy in enough episodes right and then he gets his throat slit and fuck doesn't he die yeah yeah, so that, just, that that is going to be an intense episode. People are going to be like, oh, what the fuck? And make it brutal. He did have a, a few scenes beforehand. He was kind of, because the sheriff was kind of needed to kind of be political and not fuck with the the, or, the house of slaughter because they were calling. Oh, him yeah, like, they kept. It was, it was Aaron, we found out later. But calling intimidating, controlling the situation, trying to control the story. Um and and was like, yeah, I'll make your life hell, or you can listen to me. I and like knew shit about them that no one should know, so it was very intimidating from the get go. Yeah, because they're they're a shadow organization. It's like the Men in Black or so, like you it's know, some yeah, it, or yes, like secret co yeah, CIA. Like, kind we of don't shit. we don't exist, bitch. Mm-hmm. How do you think we can't fuck you up? They said, and yeah, the the biggest mystery in the world is that they are monsters. The second biggest. See or secret is that they are a group of people who hunt those monsters, mm-hmm. and that is the Order of Saint George, which is based off of a real Christian myth. There was this dragon that was attacking the town, uh, looting it, and it demanded tribute. And after they ran out of money and supplies and material objects to give to the dragon, they started sacrificing people. In the comic, it said that the dragon wanted children, and that children were being sacrificed to the dragon. Um, that was one change that was different from, from Wikipedia. St. George came in, tamed the dragon, allowed the dragon to be controlled by him, and then once the threat was removed, killed the dragon. And then 
there was a church built for him, which is, I think, believe there is a real church of, of St. George. And that's where that myth comes from. Interesting. And, and in, in the comic, they said this was real. So and this is where the order of St. George, the, the, so and this be, is where their purpose started. So after that happened, he decided to create, you know, start teaching other people. Start, and this is where the so, order was built. And, and the that. same thing happens that, you know, that's, they have their totem, the little octi, the little pet octopus that she has. Man, that's so dope. I and, love when they, when stories get tied into actual, um, like actual event, like, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I love when they do that. They pull from and then real like life ex- stuff and then expand it upon it. That's so dope. So, and the totem is part of how they entra- uh, you know capture that. I that wanted to talk monster. about that. I wanted to talk about that. Mm-hmm. The whole there's so many rituals so in and the, culture. And the, this this story is kind of weaving in and out, and, and it's great. okay. So in the beginning, um. I'm a little com- okay because I, I I haven't read it in a little in a while, mm-hmm. but I remember that's how she got brought into the order. Right? Was she um, killed the monster that killed her family or whatever? Right? She, she but fought also, back and oh, she didn't kill it. She weakened it when she fought back. She almost she almost killed it, and then, then they trapped it in. So her. Then Jessica Slaughter came in, who's kind of like the motherly figure of the story or mentor yeah um comes in is like holy shit and like then saves her and brings her in yeah and she's the, and the actually, order's pissed off about it this does not make people happy so she's like the qui-gon Jin of yes house of slaughter she's like i'm gonna train her anyway like does isn't it go down like that kind of well like they're like well you brought her in so now she has to go through the ritual and this kind of happens in the, the, the like in a, the second like the issue 16 through 20 or like the fourth trade paperback. Um, she goes through her initiation process and she's like, you have to go through this right away. You brought in this stray. They're calling her like a stray. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought her in. Now she has to go through this ritual and they're like, this is going to kill her. She's never been trained. She doesn't know anything about this. Um, Which every, is what they're whole, hoping for. Everybody, some of them are, and they all expect her because this whole culture, everyone's been groomed for this position to be in in the house of slaughter and she doesn't she's like raw off the streets and she took on this monster and then when and then in the process they have to kind of bring that monster out of out of the form because all right let's wait up yeah you're going a little quick so when jessica comes in erica has almost killed the monster she performs the ritual to take the monster and entrance it into the totem, into the octopus. Which is just one of her little stuffed her animals. Stuffed animals, which is something she loved before, so, uh, which so, was an important part. Okay, uh, so a totem, this is what I was going to ask. Mm-hmm. So a totem can be any object, but you have to have connection to that object for it to work? In, in, this, in this story, It can't line, just yes. be like a... It can't just be a fucking spoon. Oh, here's this beer can. Right. You, you know, can't. it's it's like, it's oh, this has got to be something that you're emotionally attached to. And this then, is the teddy bear that I've had since I've been a kid. So you, but, uh, maybe I'm thinking too much, but like, so a lot of kids, they talk to their stuffed animals and shit. So is that kind of the same thing as like they believe in some, like, so they believe. But other people can hear this animal too when it talks, this is the demon inside. 
So that's not but that only. So eventually, yes. So no, I'm first, just saying the re- the requirements for a totem before you can use it as a totem. Well, it, it, they never they never really mentioned it. it was, they only said that it had to be like something that she was attached to. But you can't fully then, you can't fully like kill one of these things. You have to trap it, or it's only after there's well they can or, kill no them you too. can. Up to a certain point, but then after... No, that's a good point. That is something they didn't really answer as far as when do well, they just straight they up said, kill them or when do I they th- entrance Well, I them. think they said you can kill them as long as you get there soon enough. Like, But after a certain point, they can't be killed and then you have to like trap them because they get stronger, I think, the more they kill and also the more people that okay. believe. Okay, so I think the other part of this is... The, the House of Slaughter, the Order doesn't always care about saving lives. They care about covering up the story. So I think what the rule is, and they haven't really spoken this, but I'm kind of piecing it together as you're asking, is they either have to kill the monster, cover up the story, and then kill the kids that were just saved. Or when they make a totem, they have to become part or initiated into the house because then you become the guardian of that you've been you've been adopted into it because nobody else can hold that totem right it has to be you Mm -hmm. we're starting to see some what can happen in those situations in this in the newest run too by the way is if somebody doesn't have their totem yeah that like erica gets separated and and also it is interesting because she carries that with her and then it talks to her and it's, and tries it's adversarial to, too. And but also they have like a working relationship. Like she will ask it for information, it'll give it. But like, also it's like, I hope you fucking die, bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna like I'm gonna fucking rip your head off. I'm someday. gonna swim swim in your ashes. Yeah. Yeah. Like so it's it's an interesting interesting it, it really is. All of it is really good. And everyone in the house of slaughter, all the other ones have their own totems too. Mm-hmm. So this is all part of it. And in part of the initiation, which is where I started jumping ahead, um, they have to let that monster out. And then it, it kind of jumps into their in, in, into their own head. And they have to f- see if they can survive that Oh, situation. yeah, you got to battle it. And when that happens... And, like, so to trap it, you have to... Release it. And you then have to, like... Ch- harness it. And harn- keep- like, restrain it with your mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. And be, your willpower has to be stronger than so it's, it's like they had to. She had to beat it physically, and then she had to beat it mentally. Because you have to prove that you're able to keep it trapped in the totem, right? And that's and that's only first part of the initiation into the into the house. But that's when, crazy. That's the first part of the initiation is you have to. They're like you need to because that was part of trapping it, right? Is her wrestling with it mentally. Or I mean, and, the, the, and and like she's part of the ritual to trap it, and that's why you have to keep your totem. And she didn't trap it originally, but and then it, like you're bound to it, I bet. And then eventually, after the ritual, because then the guy who was performing it was freaked out by the level of this, how bad this monster was, and it's like this girl is gonna die. You didn't tell me we were sending this girl to her death. Right, because it's like there's no way she could live. And then it, and she, she walks did. out of there like a badass, and everybody's like, "All right, like, what's what all right? What's next?" They're, they're like, all getting day drunk, yeah, and getting fucked up because they're like, "We just sent this girl to the they're, yeah." They're celebrating, and this Cecilia, the white mask, is like, "Well, I brought Aaron to this. I brought you here to teach you a lesson here today. Why you don't bring in strays?" 
And then she comes out and be like, hi. Yeah. What's next? Yeah, that was e- easy right. work. She is a badass, and it's interesting. That's one of the best parts. It's like everybody loves an underdog story, man. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, who doesn't love an underdog? And, like, that's what she is, is, like, somebody who wasn't groomed. She didn't come in with a silver spoon in her mouth. She took on a monster uh, without any prior knowledge that they even existed. So she's got that dog in her, bro. Like, she's willing to fight uh, to the death, and that's why she's able to take on shit and be one of those black masks and be, like you said, the Swiss Army Knife. They're, um, they're a fucking team within themselves, like, in... Like you have those other ones, would you say the white masks and they're yeah. they're like the group they're like a pack of wolves. They're like the pack hunters. But they generally take on the bigger monsters, right? I think just whatever they're assigned to, because she's the last of the black masks. And one thing interesting happened at the end of the first fifteen. Um now that we're the last whoa, whoa. air horn. That was she... the klaxon foghorn. Oh, I can't hit the right button. Spoiler. So, like, at the end of the 15th issue, she's speaking with the dragon. The dragon is, like, the main kind of boss guy that rules that house. And he's like, I want you to come and sit on the council of and lead the Black Masks and start to be this change. You say say there's these problems. Be the change. Erica. To Erica. To be the change and come into the council and lead from the inside. She's like, no, fuck you. I'm doing my own thing. Don't. It's like, you want to stop me, come kill me, or get out of my way. Yeah, because she's solo. She rides alone. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. It is like a, you know, and she learned that kind of from the chick that brought her in. Is like she uh, doesn't really like to live by their rules. She's a part of their organization, but she still is on her own. She's not. And in that same scene. Which is why people hate her, by the way. Why the other... I mean, they hate her for her perceived lesser status as somebody who was adopted in as opposed to being chosen. And then she keeps getting away with it because she's such a badass. And yeah, she gets to do things that maybe other people wouldn't get away with. Mm -hmm. And talk to people above her in a disrespectful way and like you said, get away with things because she is so effective and such a bad motherfucker. They would be stupid to do anything to her or. And as uh, far as like, like a relatability to the audience, she's doing it for the right reasons. As far as the hero aspect, she's doing it to save the children because that's what's cool about her. Tool is, and she is so she has that very empathetic side to her mm-hmm. where she can put herself and in the shoes of the kids that she's saving. So I've worked at like a day treatment center for a short while, kind of. And um, the way she speaks to children is is spot on to, it, to, to how therapy works in those kind of situations dealing with kids who are in trauma. And just how honest she is. Sometimes she doesn't say everything, but how she approaches it is very human um again and just how all these characters felt real felt authentic and 
not one dimensional. They weren't, they were more than just, it seems like a, that somebody st- on a piece of drawing on a piece of paper. It seems like that stands out to you more than anything. Yeah. It's like, that's really what draws you in. Um, it's, it's the obviously gr- the, the grief, like it's the- obviously the content of what's happening, but I think the characters in like, like you say, the, how unique each person is and like how well thought out each character is and, I think like it just really you keep bringing that up and like it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying I think that's really what sells it for you, like for you particularly. Well, because it's more than it's you know the nature of telling a story. I don't think you're alone in that though. I think that's what will sell this as a show, and that's like we said this. I mean, we're coming full circle here, but shit like The Walking Dead. And it's like, it's not, it wasn't never the zombies that sold that show. Well, you can go watch a million zombie movies to your fucking heart's content. That's not really what sells that. It's the individuals in the story that make it so good. Yeah. So, and they're going to get, I mean, they're going to really have to, they would be dumb to jump too quickly in picking their cast for this show. Especially for someone like Erica, that's going to be I mean, you really got to take your time casting her and find the perfect person. Yeah, hopefully they just don't pick all their buddies and fan Yeah, they just get, or well, what I mean, just some chick that they think people want to see. We and it's 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 a, we don't know when this is coming to Netflix. There it's just like the only announcement is that they've they're kind talking of, about it. They have a they've announced a different uh, director duo. Um, oh, so they changed the. This directors. is just uh, this is like three weeks ago, February twenty third. Um, Netflix reups overall deal with Dark Creators, the show Dark uh, duo, Rod James. This this is a terrible headline. I'm not going to read it. Um, but yeah, they, they did the drama. It's on Netflix, 1899. That's the one's kind of Bermuda Triangle-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, I might need to give it another chance. And then the other one I've never watched before, Dark. Um, and saying with echoes of dark, something is killing children is ripe material for Freezy and partner bro Odar. The, the, the two last names of these right directors that I'm not even going to try and say. So that's it. That's, that's, that's the only news is that, that that's coming. So we don't know when they're going to kind of push that out. Um, or they're just going to keep kind of dragging it along. But it's it takes a long time to film to film that. It's no simple process. It's no simple production. A show like this isn't going to be either. No, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's the show. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. You're going to have this is going to be a really aesthetically driven show. So this show will be dark. I I picture it being very dark. I picture. I mean, you could ease a lot of it's going to be could if you're true to the comic, it's going to be there's going to have a lot of woods. You're going to have the set is probably not going to be that expensive. You could probably do pretty it, well. There's a school gym outside woods, wooded for the area. First season, but then when you get into the orders, like 
uh, you know, building or whatever the fuck they're in. That, yeah, in Chicago. Like, once you get into that, it could start to get a little more expensive because the clothes that they're wearing and shit are really extravagant, some of it. You know what I mean? And so you're going to have... But as far as movie production goes, all of that is relatively inexpensive. If think, you if you know the, the right if you know the right people, and the first season's probably going to be a little more expensive than like a later. The season, monsters, because the monsters the are monsters where your budget are gonna, really it, that exactly. So yeah. that's where, and then also the kind beauty of, your of it is and the blood and how the beauty, much the beauty of that is is like you have the go to excuse that grown ups can't see them so. You can get away with oh, you having invisible scenes where you don't not have to. Wrong. Do, yeah. You are not wrong. You don't have to have the monster. And that can be super it's dramatic. It's written into the story. We're not just <laughs> we're not being cheap. This is just how it you know what I mean? Well, no, they should totally use that as dramatic effect. That's you, why that you gotta balance that though. Yeah. You gotta balance that. You use that part that where the adults can't see it a lot early. But then like you know how it is. It's like you save seeing the monster until a little later, like you just show them a little bit, and then you by the time, like the like the movie, the old movie, the thing, yeah, you know, just they didn't. You rely you know, show on the, the suspense of the slow and just just long enough, but not, and then. But then you see it at the end in all its glory, and a lot of times that falls flat on its face because then the monster looks fucking stupid, yeah, or whatever, and you're like, ah, oh, this is what we waited for. And so sometimes that doesn't work, but I don't think that'll happen with this because the so monster. They just have to re find that original prop from the alien movie, the Queen Alien with the garbage bags. Yeah. And then. Garbage bags. Yeah, they made. That was in the, the movies we love or the, the, the movies that made us documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah. They, the original Mother Queen Alien or some of the original alien from the Alien Aliens movies was like made out of garbage bags and just, you know, a, a big kind of marionette puppet that was just all kind of, you know, thrown together by the prop part, prop department with some dude with isn't Dave that, in the insides. It, okay, isn't that crazy? It's like I think a lot of these movies and shit these days, they don't think about how far people went with less much less and made some of the most iconic movies in history. Yeah. With like you just said, trash bags, Hmm? fucking trash bags. And so something like this, I would, I would be torn because I don't know if I want this show. So think about it. What if they only used minimal CGI and did it this uh, this kind of show with practical effects? It's it's possible, and that would make the gore and blood more brutal because then you would have it would be like physically or there on set. Um, and then you save the CGI for like, uh, you know, adding little details to like, or do you do like a full blown? Process, like a physical monster or I, I don't know like it's gotta I, be I, I again, love some combination it depends on you know where their strong suits are too as far as definitely the, the, the a combination team. you know I think 
especially as as you said, we can make the invis the monster very invisible. Yeah, definitely, and you could save money there. For the uh, you save money doing that, and then when you go to the big scary shot where you actually see the monster, you can go all out and spend a bunch of money on that. Spend it all. But also spend it all in the money shot. I bet you they are gonna give this show a decent budget. I mean, they. I. I mean. I feel like they're going to believe pretty heavy in this. And anybody who's paying attention would see the potential in this being the next big show like Game of Thrones or whatever. Well, and they've been calling it the next, you know, Walking Dead yeah, for, for a while. Definitely. That's, that's all I keep thinking about is, and maybe it's the comic book connection, but... Like you said, it's like the mini characters and shit that make it easy to picture as a show. It's like very character driven and like you said, literature in uh comic before. I think well, that's maybe there's, there's pushing even, it. There's even, if we get right down to it, there's its own Jesus archetype in the show too. Di- sacrificed for our sins at the end. Who, Aaron? No, not Aaron. He does kind of sacrifice himself. He, d- he does. He knows too. he's gonna fucking die. He, he kind of says that. He, even Eric is like, he's going to kind of kill them. He's like, no, that's not what he's doing. Yeah, he's going to stall. He, he's them. going to stall, and he knows he's he's gonna die. No, um, I was get his which name is kind of why I think I liked him so much. Was that he did go out like a, a gangster, and it kind of seemed like he always got shit, and then he went out in like the bravest way possible, which is pretty dope. I mean, I like him. I like him. I think he's a good character. No, but why the House of Slaughter didn't just kill the whole town at the end? Weren't they going to? They were going to, but um, Tommy. Which is insane. Okay, if you haven't read this so far, stop listening. Because this is the, the biggest spoiler of all. So this is the boy's brother, the, the brother of one of the original kids that died, sacrifices himself to save the town by admitting that he killed everyone, that he was the murderer. Oh, he took and the def- fall. He took the fall for all of those murders so that the, the order did not have to kill and saved, everyone and saved, saved yeah. everyone. By going to jail for probably the rest of his life. Because how many people die in that first run of books? Um, I've, I've, I think it was like 20 or so, but I've heard different numbers of upward to like kind of like nine, 70s, 90s. But I. Yeah, it's that older it's guy. And he's kind of sus- like people are kind of suspicious of him anyway, right? Uh, throughout the book. What will the older guy? The guy that takes the fall. No, he's like a teenager. He's he's the he's like the, one of the main teenager. He runs the kind of the Applebee's. They don't call it Applebee's, but he runs the he runs that kind of diner there. He's uh, in the cave. He gets stabbed by the uh, the crystal, so he can see the monsters and kind of help them get out of the. Oh cave. yeah, I remember. So now. he's one of the main characters along that helps progress him. He he was like trying to kill Erica at one point in time. Dude, too. so this is this is so the evolution of, of yeah, the this story. Kind of this shit. is what I'm talking about. When we're yeah, talking about the characters. Get, yeah, you're gonna get so much character so, change, like an evolution in a short time. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to really make it good because, like, you're going to get. And then, yeah, and then that's if you haven't read the shit and that happens in the show, you're going to be like, what? Like, yeah. when he takes the fall and you're like, this is fucked up. It's like, but it was like. It's so fucked up. Again, like the symphony, he came in right at the, at the to kind of end that song, to end that story, and is fucked up like his crescendo. perfect way. And again, it's, it's like I said, this, he died for our sins, kind of the, the Jesus archetype, the martyr. Kind of story, the martyr. He he, and to kind of end that story. Well, a martyr's more of a, a somebody for people to rally behind, but. The Dark Knight. It's like when you sacrifice yourself to give people motivation. Yeah. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight would be a better. He's a good example. It's a better martyr. I mean, that's the same thing. I get what you're saying. But he he sacrificed himself to save everyone in this. Which, by the way, that just shows how much, like like you said, you have to be a monster to take out a monster. And they they show that they're monsters. In more ways than just being brutal in combat, they're willing to kill the people they were trying. Like they're trying to save. They're not trying to save. save them. Though. They're trying to cover it up. Yeah, their job is to keep this shit from spreading like a plague. Yeah. And so that's really, I mean, if you're thinking logically, that is the best way to make sure. But it just shows that they aren't heroes. They're not out here to save anyone. They're just no. trying to. But that's what well, they are. They're Erica. Try, they're trying to Erica's save so the special. human race. And they're trying to keep the, like everyone safe the by whole, sacrificing. The ends justifying the, me, justify yes. the means. Yep. You know. The ends justify the beans. The beans. I don't know. I think that's a good, a good place to kind of wrap her up. Me too. I think... Uh, it'll be interesting to see where all this goes, what happens, and just like to find out when this is all supposed to. Because I doubt they're they must be just starting on a script at this point. It's got to be easily two, three years. Yeah, it's gonna be a while, but it'll be interesting to two, three years. I don't know. I hope not, because by then I might not give a fuck. <laughs> You know what I mean? They, yeah, they better, they need to get on the ball and get shit shit rolling. I bet it'll be sooner than that. Hopefully, hopefully a year, year and a half. But I don't know. We'll <sighs> All right. Well, this has been the Comic Zone. Go check out thecomiczone.com. Um, check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe there. Every episode of the main show is being. Uh, put on there with full video um, so check that out and also check out Dragon These Balls we are done covering Dragon Ball for now we'll get into some more stuff later right now we're covering Steins Gate so go check that out as well follow us all on all socials and I think that's it Yep. something is killing the children go read that shit it's amazing hopefully we were cohesive enough to keep you interested. And there's so much more. We didn't, even with our spoilers, there's more. Oh, the journey is oh, worth yeah. it. It's definitely worth it. Well hashed out story. Peace out, nerds. Keep it black.